This is a HeadGum Podcast. If I were you, I would subscribe to the podcast because they give really good advice and they tell jokes sometimes. But if the joke's on you, well, then it gets kind of awkward, but yo, do you? Pretty sweet. Very sweet. It was actually really sweet. I loved how sweet it was. It was saccharine. It, it was, was sugar. so sugary. It was, it was agave. It was it bad was for liquid. me. Yeah. It was natural sweetener. Dehydrating. Yeah. That is correct. It's actually not good for you. Even though it's a natural sweetener, it's just as bad for you. I'd rather it be honey because honey mm. is actually better for you than now, fruit sugar. Yes, that is correct. And then, <laughs> uh, that came to us from Goo Goo in- Gaga. In Cape Town, South Africa. Wait, what's her name? Gugu. G-U-G-U. Gugu? Mm-hmm. From South Africa. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know we had fans in South Africa. We should go to South Africa. I f- weren't we just there? Oh. No, that was Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same country. Is Holland? Holland and Netherlands are like the same, and South Africa and Australia are the same. Huh. It's all just like... I'm well trapped. We should buy a map and I'll put a pin in Johannesburg. Yeah, because that's where we went. Yeah. We went to Sydney and Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. It's all just, you know, bizarro America speaking English in a funny accent. Yeah. So England, Australia, South Africa, these are all normals. And mm-hmm. then there's the secondary places, which is like normals speaking a slightly different language. So that's España, Portuga. Mexico, mm-hmm. yeah. Costa Rica. Keep on Puerto going because I feel like you're going to say something really racist. <laughs> and then the <laughs> third layer. America normals. The third layer uh-huh. is weirdos speaking a different language. All uh-huh. of a sudden, that's a fucking different planet. <laughs> we're talking Iceland. We are talking Sweden. We're talking Nigeria. We're talking right. Cameroon. We're <laughs> talking enough. China, Russia. <laughs> And then lastly, we're talking bottom of the barrel, fourth I world feel, shit. I feel complicit in this bit because I was doing it up top, but I do not condone it. The moon, which is a different planet than ours. Uh, thank you. Is Goo- the moon a different planet? Uh, actually, no, you're right. It's not a planet. It's a moon. Yeah. Do you know, I actually learned some interesting facts this weekend. By the way, this, these are, all right, I'll try, I'll try to remember. Do you know how many moons Jupiter has? Uh, I'll say nine. You'll say nine? Yeah. <laughs> what would you do if I told you you were off by... Why don't you try to guess how many number, how, how much you're off by now? Okay. Nine. <laughs> so you think Jupiter either has zero or 18 moons. That's right. Okay. <laughs> now, try to, try to fucking wrap your dick you, around. I'm going to tell you one thing. You are way off. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you care to venture a, a, a third... Previously thought to be outlandish guess. 111. You finally gone too high. <laughs> you <Louisville>. nailed it. <laughs> the answer is 67. That's a lot of moons. It's a lot of moons. Also, do you know how many astronauts have been on our moon? Mm. This, was a, this game was a lot of fun to play with a bunch of drunk people at a bar. How many astronauts? Wait, were you just looking at moonfacts.com? I don't know how I started. No, it was like, I think we started talking about 
Oh, it started off because Dave, we were like talking to these people who, um, our friend Nick told the story of how Dave didn't think the moon was real. Right, of course. And then we started talking about the moon and then I think Jeff, Dave's brother, said that only uh, the Apollo 11, I think it was Apollo 11, (laughs) but only Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had been on the moon. He thought Uh there was only one mission to the moon and nobody else had gone. Got it. And I, so then I was like, well, I found out how many people had walked on the moon. Uh, Oh, walked on the moon. Yeah. Isn't it sad that there was a third person that didn't walk on the moon? Yeah. Nobody, do you know his name? No. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and... Roger Starr. <laughs> Blumpus Frunk. It's like driving to New York, and then everyone's like, all right, let's finally get out of the car. And you're like, I'm going to wait in here and play Game Boy. Let's tell me when we're driving back to L.A. Hey, Neil, I have a good idea for a quote. <laughs> uh, so how many people have been on the moon? You don't, you don't want to guess? Oh. Everybody out there can guess along. Only Americans? Uh I don't think anybody else from any country has been on the moon. But really? actually, I don't know that. Interesting. Yeah, has there ever been a Russian, Russian cosmonaut? Space, but did they walk on the moon? Maybe they have. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's, that's why we put our flag in there. Mm-hmm. Take it the fuck out if you want. We get the moon. We, <laughs> we claimed it for the U.S. of A. U.S.A. 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 28. 28's wrong, but it's pretty close. Oh. 18. Oh, I think it was 18. Now I don't remember if it was 18 or 20. <laughs> oh, shit. I gotta look You're up. listening to some vague moon facts on If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. Jupiter's got 11 moons. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> Here's another fact I sort of know. Um, two females on the moon. Seems about right. I don't know. Maybe there has been a dog. Maybe there hasn't. Again, I was in space. These are all guesses. These are all absolute guesses. All right. How many people have walked on the moon? 12. Mm. All right. Any and ladies? Um, let's see. 12 of these astronauts walked on the moon's surface, and six of those drove lunar roving vehicles on the moon. Oh, that's the best. While I would want to While three astronauts flew to the moon twice, none of them landed on the moon more than once. The nine Apollo missions to the moon occurred between... December 1968 and December 1972. Wait, everybody on the moon has been on the moon in those four years? Nobody's been on the moon since? Is that since what 1972, said? I guess so. Nobody's walked on the moon since 1972? Interesting. What the hell is that? How come all these fucking guys from the 60s and 70s get to chill on the moon and all these modern day astronauts are just what? Floating around in space near the moon? They don't get to walk on the shit? What are you looking up now? The last person to walk on the moon. And did he moonwalk? Apollo 17. When was that? Uh, I, can't, I can't really find it right now, but it looks like, I mean... Was it December 1972? Probably, right? Because that's... This guy does not look young. So, he might be dead. So walking on the moon is more rare than being president. Yeah. Like, what else has only 12 people done? There's less uh, unassisted triple, or no, there's more unassisted triple plays. Wow. It's more likely to do that than to walk on the moon. That's why I guess it's pretty impressive that you and I are going to outer space. That's right. Now's the time we make the announcement. <laughs> We're doing a live show on the north <laughs> crag of the moon. Are the, you think like the moon has like subsections that have names like that? Yeah. Like kind of Everest has like names, like, oh, we're landing on 
top sphere A. Right. I bet they're like, definitely. I Magna Crago. I wonder, I mean, yeah, I think there are, there are like craters named on the moon for sure. Yeah. But do other countries have to agree to those names or is it just mm, like, we'll call them those names? Probably not. Right. Unless I don't know how it works. Well, if they don't like the names, they can touch the fucking moon themselves. Yeah. We get to name it because then. we went there for for us to have it to to have to own for it us. to be there and if you don't want for us to be there then you get there before us and, and, and neil armstrong is the king of the moon because he was the one that was there the first time neil owns the moon and we are just all citizens upon the of the other t- 10 people that have been on the moon so it goes neil armstrong i'd actually like to join the moon's army <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I mean, every single country and continent has an army. Sure. Why does I don't the even moon think that's true. <laughs> I think I said sure prematurely because I don't think every country and continent has an army. You don't think Antarctica has an army? <laughs> you should join Antarctica's army. I don't know. I fight for the moon. <laughs> I think you first have to join at the Antarctic army. Does that seem like some kind of dystopian future movie? Like I'm in the moon army. I'm in the Antarctic army. Yeah. The Antarctic Army. The Antarctic Army. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Thank you. That's so cool, dude. That's not... For you to okay. say that, dude, yeah, is so tight, me, dude. Yeah, man. That you, you think so big, dude. Yeah. I think... Like, you think globally and locally. I do think locally You sometimes. also think interstellarly, so, I like, do. you're not bound by atmospheric pressure, gravity, like, or anything People like are that. so consumed with their fucking apartment. Then people think, oh, I think big. I, I'm thinking about the whole block. And then guess what? Yeah. I think globally? No, I think, like, I think galactically. I think intergalactically. I'm talking wormholes, black holes. Sustainable. Like, are you worried about, like, sustainable meat? No, dude, because I honestly... Because that's all Earth shit. That's Earth shit. So, like, that's, what did you have for breakfast today? <laughs> I, I had pink hot dog slurry. <laughs> yeah. I, I butt-chugged a Frankfurt, uh, Frankfurters, a ballpark Frank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but why is that why did you butt chug a frankfurter because in your mind you're already living in mars and that's how people do shit up there that's why i fight for the martian army when does the matt damon movie come out where he's stuck on the moon oh i don't know but you saw he got our boy got into a little bit of trouble mm-hmm. he uh, look, can we just talk about this for a second uh, you think matt he, da- he, he, <laughs> man, he interrupted and he mansplained he mansplained and he white-splained yeah a- any hydro plane. I think Matt, I think you got some explaining to do. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Should we start revering a different hero? Because it, it appears I, as though Matt is actually flawed, more so than we thought. We all make mis- I think Matt Damon making this mistake proves that everybody, nobody's perfect. Damon fucked up. Pitt. Pitt would never do this shit. No, Brad, are you kidding me, dude? He's so Bradley. fucking. He's 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 sensitive. No, but he, Brad has like he has like. But a he's bunch also of, cut. Yeah, I don't know. Brad he has Pitt's hot like, hair and a hot eyes. No, he's not as perfect as Matt Damon used to be. Who do, <laughs> who do you think's a better actor? Uh, Matt Damon's a better actor. Mm. Is he? I think so. Does Damon have range, or is he always just like this cool, white, smart dude? Yeah, but that's what Brad. That's kind of what Brad Pitt is too. But Brad Pitt does cool, white, smart dude. But he also does like a rugged, cool army dude. Yeah, oh, I guess he did Snatch. He was pretty uni- a unique character in that Snatch. Yeah, 
That was cool. And he also sometimes plays like sad guy. When does he play sad guy? Like in in there's a movie where he's like uh he's what Babel. <laughs> he plays a sad guy. I don't I never saw Babel. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's just Matt Damon really destroyed my world this week. <laughs> Everything is different. Well, let's try to answer some questions, regardless of the world as according to Matt Damon. Uh, we get emails from people in sticky situations. They're seeking our advice because they can't reach Damon. They can only reach us. Uh, so these are real emails from real people. If you have your own, uh, send them over to if I were you show at gmail.com. Again, thank you to Goo Goo from Cape Town, South Africa. To you, we Beautiful say thank you. Beautiful song. Yep. A Bew Bew from Goo Goo. And this uh, question uh, is actually written and uh, recorded. Uh, it wasn't actually recorded. It was just written by a high schooler. Can I get a name for this high schooler? A high schooler? Let's call him. What about the name of your high school? Okay. Uh, Hamden Hall. That could be a cool name, actually. Hi, my name is Hamden. Hamden, Hamden, Hamden Hall. Hall. That's actually a really chill name. Really? I really think, because the HH is kind of strong. Yeah. Should H- I? You know, don't worry about it. I was, yeah. I, I see where you're going, and I don't want you to do anything like that. Yeah. Don't change your name is what I'm I saying. I wasn't going to. All right. I was. So, uh, do you... <laughs> Call me Hamden. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Hamden writes... Here's the situation. I'm a senior in high school. For most of my time in high school, I have struck out with the ladies. The last time I hooked up with someone was more than two years ago. However, I finally decided to start taking things more seriously, and I've got five or six irons in the fire right now. Things genuinely do seem to be going well. I'm thinking that I'll probably be successful with one of these chicks in the next month or so. However... Since I'm just coming off a long drought, I am nervous about hooking up with some of these people and making a fool out of myself by being clumsy slash out of practice. How can I get warmed up enough not to be laughed at like a dumb clown? I love the show. You guys are cools of yourself. Peace and peaches. Love, Hamden Hall. All right, HH. He's looking for a fuck practice dummy dollar human mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to play pickup basketball without you know shooting some hoops beforehand especially when he's been on a two-year two-year long drought yeah a miller a miller genuine drought that's for real that's a two years is a long time that's a drought that's uh that's the muscles will atrophy mm. in that time I, I'm surprised that he was able to hook, like, usually if, if it's a two-year-long drought in high school, I would imagine you just go, it's like an 18-year-long drought. Yeah. like what It's rare to hook up in freshman year. I was year. a pimp when I was 14. <laughs> I was the coolest, hottest, most ass-getting guy. Oh, maybe he was, like, cool in middle school, not in high school. It's possible. But didn't that happen to you? Uh, I was cool in... Yeah, yes. Like, didn't you hook up as a 14-year-old and then not again for a little bit while? Oh, yeah, yeah. Freshman, but then I got, I I was like a little wave. Freshman and sophomore year were pretty hard, didn't hook up. Uh, I mean, a little bit, but not very much. And then... And it still kills you to this day. It was, it's the braces, dude. Yeah. You have braces and you just don't feel, like, 
I don't think I kissed anybody the entire time I had braces, probably. But now braces are like, I feel like they're made to be a little bit more discreet, a little cooler. It's not as big of a deal. Yeah, you could get Invisalign. I had a fucking expander. I had I had a chin cup. I had braces. I had a nose guard. Right. Because I would well, be bumping had, into shit. Your teeth were growing through your cheeks, right? My teeth. Yes. My teeth were <laughs> coming out like of my right cheek. Yeah. And I had one horn that uh, <laughs> penetrated from the roof of my one mouth or, upward into like, my brain. You and were a my triceratops scalp. because For you had two, two years, devil horns and then you had a was, growth on yeah, your nose. I was a rhinoceros for... Mm-hmm. ninth tenth and half of 11th grade right, right and then right. i had this you had a thick thick i had a thick an enamel that, yeah mm-hmm. a cone it was almost like a, tra- a small traffic cone right. that started at the base of my brain and there went was up. there was a bidding for a license to kill you because <laughs> yeah because i was a rare... i was rare game <laughs> and uh a dentist actually tried to murder me <laughs> a la cecil the lion <laughs> Only so, you weren't beloved, so no, no. one stood up for you. <laughs> Everyone cheered uh, when I, they thought I was dead, but I was just playing They it. positively reviewed that dentist's yeah. Yelp page. <laughs> he was known as the dentist of the year in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So what does this guy do? Uh, how does one practice? Can one practice for sex without... Or can one practice for hooking up? Six irons in the fire, that does sound like practice. You have to dive back in. Well, irons in the fire just means texts, flirtations, things of that nature. But I mean, like, I think that's what it is. You're just getting back in the game. You're flirting with girls. Hopefully that converts to you seeing somebody. Hopefully that converts to you kissing somebody. You know, like, that's the practice. There's not... What are you saying? Like, can this guy just go in use a flashlight and Siri. And yeah, like... is, that, is that the equivalent of practice? <laughs> Just asking Siri to fucking... Uh, there's no... like Siri, talk dirty to me. The carpet needs vacuuming. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> hey, Siri. You actually... I'm getting pretty hard. Wait. What are you going to... Siri, are you attracted to me? I'm sorry, Jake. I'm afraid I can't answer that. Because if you, because you're afraid of how deep your feelings will go? Who, me? Forget it. <laughs> you're obviously not taking this seriously. Uh, is there practice? I'm afraid the only practice is doing it. I genuinely want to try to flirt with Siri more. <laughs> I really think I can get her on my team. I think I could get her off. Uh, there's a reason people aren't good at this kind of stuff until they do it is because at first, like, there is no, ex- there's no substitution for the real thing. Right. You can masturbate. Yeah, but even I, masturbating is just so different. That I feel like even when I've jerked off before a date, it's still, you know, someone touching you and talking to you and being a real person. What would you say the metaphor is? Masturbation is to sex as what's another parallel? You can think for a little bit. I'll, I'll either stall or cut out time depending on how long it takes you to think. Okay. Well, let's pretend like you stall for a second and okay. I'll try to think. Yeah. But if I take a really long, long time, time, then we'll yeah, just... cut it. Snip, yeah. snip. All right. Masturbation... Is to sex, sex as, as you're already thinking about food, right? Food was the yeah. exact first thing. Sex is like a really nice steak dinner. Okay. 
So masturbation is to sex. Oh, like dinner is to... Well, dinner is the masturbation. Oh, okay. So so what's like, uh, if, if the sex is a really nice, the best meal you've ever had... Well, I feel like sex is the meal. So say sex is dinner. Yeah. What do you do? You're yeah. preparing for dinner. Yeah. Like, is it like snacking or is it even less than that? I don't think is it's it like a snacking. Ritz cracker. Because snacking would be like hooking up. Uh-huh. It's not. It's it's like not food. It's this... <laughs> completely not even food. So like uh, masturbation is to sex as like uh, video games is to a nice dinner. Or um. Because it's it's really it's so unrelated. <laughs> vomiting, vomiting, <laughs> the opposite of dinner. <laughs> Food it's coming out like of you. Total, yeah. It's like counterproductive to dinner, and but it like still oh, feels some, cathartic in a way. So some <laughs> some people puke before dinner to make room or to prepare your uh, esophagus. Exactly. So like I'll I'll often vomit before a dinner. It's called exactly. reverse bulimia. Shitting, how about shitting is to dinner? Oh, because sh- shitting like masturbating feels really good. It sort of clears the system for <laughs> that. Might be for, the for one. So <laughs> yeah. masturbation is to sex as a as shitting is to eating dinner. <laughs> Does that make sense? As Put that on a t-shirt, Wolf. <laughs> Global will actually come up with various t-shirts that don't necessarily come from something you said, but still attribute it to you. Mm-hmm. But since he's not technically selling it, it's not illegal. It's so fucked. Uh, I like that metaphor. Um, I also One of the things that I like about this question is that it, it vacillates between the most uh, confident guy in the world and the least confident guy. So he's like... I'm probably going to hook up in a month. Uh, that being said, I haven't hooked up with anyone, and I'm afraid of being laughed at like a dumb clown. Yeah. Where does he get his confidence from? I finally from? started to take things seriously. I've got six <laughs> irons in the fire. Like, like he's also just saying, the only reason I haven't hooked up in two years is because I didn't have my head in the game. Isn't it weird to think that high schoolers might be on Tinder? Is that a thing? Yeah, I guess you could be. 18. Wait. Oh, yeah, 18. You're allowed to be on it when you're 18? Yeah. Well, you could also definitely just lie about it, right? It doesn't take... I think it's attached to your Facebook, but I don't know if you can lie on that. And then just reverse lie. Yeah, I think you can. That's awesome, dude. Imagine that. So cool. (laughs) I'd get hooked up with so much at my high school if I had Tinder as an 18-year-old. Imagine me as, or I guess most 18-year-old boys on Tinder. Who would you find? Yeah, just a lot, I don't know, lots and lots and lots of other eighteen-year-old boys <laughs> catfishing each other. Uh, so, how can I get warmed up enough not to be laughed at? It's it seems as though you can try. Yeah, you just can't. I think you just have to be like of these six people that uh, these six irons that are in the fire. Uh, just hang out with one of them. You know. Yeah. Keep and, on trying, and then. And hope it. Let I her know that like, she's practice. Well, yeah. After yeah. you're done, say, "Well, that wasn't too bad, but you know, practice makes perfect." All those other men were practice. What's that? They were practice. practice. Is that a song? For me. For me. <laughs> what is that? For me, Drake. <laughs> what he's saying? Other guys are pra- oh, other yeah. all the other guys you've been with are practice, for right? Me. Yeah. Shouldn't you be the best at sex at your current age? Because you've had the most experience now. Yeah, but I think, well, I guess it it probably at a certain point starts to dip, right? Because 
I think I care about sex less now than when I was like 23, 24. Oh, so you, your brain space is less occupied with sex. Well, actually, I don't know. I think I'm probably a better lover than I was then. I think I could like, I'm definitely more thoughtful now. <laughs> if that helps. I care more about the other person enjoying it than I did when I was younger. Right. When you're younger, you're just like, oh, I'm fucking and it feels so good. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. And now, and now I think it's, I view it as more of a dual person experience. Right. Well, you want to be good. Maybe because it's easier right. to tell people if you're not. It's easier to there's tell. A, oh. There's like apps and stuff that was like, how good was he? So it's like, you, yeah, you got to yeah. focus on the other person, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, it might be a bad way to get to it, but it's kind of a good way to think about it. It's like, if you only right. think about the other person because you want to like make sure that they're having the best time of their lives, that might be the best <laughs> way to go at it. Yeah, you should always be thinking, like, wanting the other person to feel great. I guess if you get to that mentality because you're worried about your Lulu score, mm -hmm. then then you're an asshole, but also doing a good thing. Yeah. Is that like the ends justify the means? Yeah, what's that metaphor? Uh, so <laughs> having sex with someone when you're only thinking about them is, is like <laughs> dinner. Uh, eating healthy because you're allergic to oil. Or eating healthy because you want to fuck more people. Yeah. It's a bad reasoning, but it's also a good idea. A net positive. It's also a good tip for guys because it'll feel good for you regardless. So you might as well not even think about it feeling good for you. Mm. Try to, In fact, try to do the opposite. Make it feel as bad for you as humanly possible. That right. way you're just focused on the other person. You'll last as long as possible or as long as you're possibly right, yeah. capable of doing it. And then you're, all your focus and energy and attention are on the other person. Truth, truth. Do you ever accidentally come when you were thinking about your grandfather? Oh, like I'm going to think about something unsexy and yeah. it's too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not my, not your grandfather, but mine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Actually, maybe yours. Yeah, a couple times. Yours. And I thought about yours. But I was just masturbating. It wasn't anybody else. Right, 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 right. Do you well, think you, about someone else while you're masturbating? You cybered with my grandfather. You did yeah. a Skype call. <laughs> oh, dear God, man. Um, do I ever what? think about someone You're else? masturbating, and then you're like, oh, think on sexy thoughts, because I want it to last longer for me. Oh. So you're like lying to yourself retroactively. No, because you could just stop masturbating. Like, Oh, like move your hand. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Like, this is going too fast for me, even. I have to like slow my own roll. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> even though it feels good, you I, want it to last long. Yeah, yeah. I'll tease myself. What do you never you never heard of edging, dog? So what is the edging? That's like getting yourself to the precipice and then going down. It's sort of practice for lasting longer. I don't know if it's practice. It just feels good to jerk <laughs> off for a longer time. But isn't the doesn't the orgasm feel the best? Yeah, but it's built. I mean, it feels especially good if you edge it. If you tease yourself all the way so to get the, the fucking as close as possible. Like a teetering over the edge and yeah. then go down. Kind of like squeezing a bottle of a half filled bottle of We're water. We're both jerking <laughs> up right now. <laughs> All right. Edge it, dude. Have you ever, uh, have you ever edged so hard you just uh, Hershey squirted a bit? You know, when you like kick a Capri Sun and a single pump comes out? <laughs> I thought you meant like you shit a little bit. <laughs> I need to come so bad that something's getting out of my body one direction or the other. Uh, you oh. edge so hard you start crying and puking. You shit. <laughs> <laughs>
easy. Everything all is the such liquid a in my body needs to be <laughs> needs to be expelled. Blood out of every single fucking pore. I explode. Uh, mercy. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back with a couple more questions. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's, that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I got to say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community yeah. to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's, who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, no. yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Holler. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Hey, so some bad news <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i yelled holler a little bit prematurely why'd you make me holler what's what is it yeah i'll you're... always remember feeling like a fool as i got this bad news <laughs> because i hollered 
uh, Friday, October, no, Thursday, October 1st, we're going to be in Toronto for a live podcast. Boom. Uh, our first ever podcast in Toronto. Our most popular Facebook city. We have more Facebook fans in Toronto than any other city, so we're expecting an insane show. Yeah, we're going to party. Like it's my birthday. And it uh, will be. Actually, yeah, October 1st. Pretty cool. I legally changed it. <laughs> I legally changed my I often, age. I've changed my birthday six times yeah, this year. You can change it up, but you can't go down. So mm. I'm 41 now. Unfortunately. Uh, and then we have a, a... It's called Jake and Amir and Friends on Friday, October 2nd. Now, I don't know if we spent a lot of time talking about Jake and Amir and Friends. Right. That's going to be us doing more sketchy stand-up stuff and seeing other hilariously talented uh, stand-up acts who are going to be part of the toronto just for last comedy festival so if you want to see us but you were too late because and the uh podcast sold out you can still come see us on friday night and we'll get to hang out we'll get to tell some jokes we'll get to do some shit and i'll be blowing cocaine in the back no. in the green room i will be cocaine is the pa that's helping us out yes yeah. <laughs> she and she is quite a lovely lady and she does have a penis which is why i will be blowing her uh, so I think there are tickets, either individual tickets or festival passes still available on the Toronto Just for Laughs comedy website. It'll be a fun festival. Come out. Come on. Uh, there's funny people there. Uh, Pete Holmes will be there. TJ Miller will be there. Other funny people will be there. Uh, just like Montreal, but I would say a colder. little bit, a little bit colder. It's later on in the season. And, uh, would you say Toronto is west or east of Montreal? I would say. You had to guess. Huh. I would guess. I think it's, I think it's east. east. Yeah, I'll say east. Uh, I don't even want to check because I'm, that's how sure we aren't. Yeah. Uh, so come. I mean, if you live in Toronto, you already, you already know exactly where it is. Right. Uh, we also have a show at the Irvine Improv on October 14th. But, you know, you guys probably already knew about that, too. Uh, what else? Do we have anything else to talk about before we fucking get into it? Um... Not too much. Did we have we talked about on this show how Keegan Michael Key was on Black Men Can't Jump? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, well, that was a pretty exciting. Yeah, we haven't actually thing. talked about Headgum in a while. Well, let's let's just really quick mention because I listened to this episode. I think two weeks ago. <laughs> Toronto is west of Montreal, <laughs> <laughs> and I lost as uh, all credibility as I'm plugging something else. Very far. This is a uh, wow. I was just. It seemed so correct, and it's so this. Remember this moment next time you're sure of something. I was so sure that Toronto's where Montreal is on this map, and Montreal's where Toronto is. Like Montreal is above like Vermont, eastern New York, and then Toronto is basically west of New York. Hmm? The distance of New York is what separates those two cities. Toronto being further west. Wow. You don't think of it like that. You think of Toronto as the easternmost. You really do. Yeah. And when I say you, I mean specifically you and I. Yes. Uh, sorry. Keegan-Michael Key from anyway. Key and Peel was on Black Man Can't Jump, a podcast on the HeadGum Network, uh, three funny dudes discussing the roles of African-American in cinema. And uh, that class was sort of like a fucking graduate school lecture. Yeah. I mean, that was a, it was like poignant, funny. It was... I don't know. It was it was touching and hilarious. Yeah. And also like it kind of makes you a little angry sometimes too. You know, they're like this this podcast is candy. And if you're looking for a real meal, we highly suggest Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Right. And then if you want even more dessert, Twinovation is also on Friday, 
which is uh, our boys just riffing about dumbass ideas they have. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that those two, our Friday shows could not be more different. Right. One, Keegan Michael Key is talking about the role of the black man in Hollywood. Sidney Portier winning yeah. the first Oscar as an Af- African American. Dealing then, with real racism while this uh, shoot is happening. Right. And then you click over to Twinovation, and uh, I don't know. Dave is talking about installing troughs out of bathrooms so you don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I think his thing on. Oh, wait, no, that Friday, what was his? Oh, it was the belly butt off. Yeah. <laughs> A plug for your belly button. <laughs> so there's that, too. It's something for everybody. And hopefully it delights both of your senses. Because you do need to learn a little bit, but you also want to have a little bit of fun. You know, we're up to 16 podcasts on the HeadGum Network. It's really on point. Latest one being the fantasy football one that I'm currently in. 1-0. and Not a huge deal. I did have a pretty bad week. Luckily, I was playing the worst player in the league, so I won. Who's the worst? That's the beauty of fantasy football. As long as you get lucky, you can still win. Who, who did you beat? Uh, I beat Adam Lustig, Adam's championship team. Uh, But two of my players got injured in the middle of their games, which wasn't good. Yeah, it's not good at all. Uh, All right, let's get back to answering some real questions. I mean, otherwise, how are we supposed to help people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, All right, this one is written by a lady. Maybe we should give her my high school's name. That's a nice idea. Milken? Yeah, Milken Community High School writes, I have a friend whose company I enjoy very much. About six months ago, I met her boyfriend and realized not long after that, I was starting to crush on him a little bit. I feel horrible, but I can't help it. I know the smart thing to do is just suppress those feelings, but it's difficult. And I started to feel extremely guilty. I really love my friend and I would never want to hurt her. And the two of them make a really dope couple. I mean, they are really happy. Then I started thinking about them as a couple, and, well, I'll just cut to the chase here. Before I knew it, I realized that I really like my friend, too, and I think I want to know them a little bit better, biblically speaking. That's right, fellas, a menage a trois. And I'm, t- and I'm talking about P in vagee, and then adding a supplementary secondary vagee. This thought has consumed me, and every time we are together, I have the urge to act on it, mostly because part of me genuinely thinks they might be into it. Anyway, I know this is a crazy idea, and I swear I'm not normally so bold or hedonistic. The last thing I want to do is ruin their relationship or my friendship which, uh, with either of them. I know these kinds of relationships don't usually work without open consent and communication. At the same time, there are worse ways to spend a Saturday night, am I right? We all three have chemistry together, and it could be fun. They have joked around about polygamy before, so I, know, so I don't know. Maybe it's not so crazy. I don't think I would be obsessing over it very much if I thought it was out of the realm of possibilities. So guys, how do I make this happen? Or should I just give up on my hopes and dreams and stick with normal, boring sex? Thanks for the advice. Love, Milken. Huh. Toda Milken. It's funny because if this was a guy writing it about a guy and a girl, it, he would be delusional, crazy. We would laugh at him. It's like, yeah, you right. want to fuck another guy and a girl, your friend? You want to fuck this couple? No, they don't want to have sex with you, dude. But it is a girl thinking it. So you know at the very least the guy would be down. Right. For sure one of the people in the relationship <laughs> would be pumped about it. Uh, 
God, it's so interesting. You 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 hear about couples looking for a third, but you rarely hear about like one girl being like, "I'd be down to fuck this couple." How do I talk to them about yeah, it? Yeah, I wonder if there's like some lovely world where this couple is talking about like how they wish they could talk to her. Like, oh yeah, you can't. How do you? How can you? I think well, you got to start with one of them, and I don't know if it's better to talk to the guy and convince the girl. Or talk to the girl and convince the guy. Because either one, it's, 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 you got to want to convince the girl. I feel like that's the hard one. Is it harder to do that if you've already talked to the guy? Or will she feel like she was stabbed in the back? Yeah. Or would it be better to talk to the girl one-on-one, convince her, and then it's like, oh, let's convince this guy. But the guy well, You don't need down. to convince. If, yeah. if you convince the girl, you can just <laughs> surprise the guy. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> It'll be funny if she convinces the guy and they surprise the girl. <laughs> We're for fucking your, each other. For your birthday this year, we got you a menage. It will be a toi. It will be a poivre. It will be a la mode. Menage a poivre. <laughs> Just liquid peppercorn a peppercorn sauce. Peppercorn menage a toi. <laughs> God, so salty and delicious. It's Just your birthday. You deserve a menage. <laughs> what is Is that another Drake? Uh, I think it's Kanye. Mm. Um, mm. What do you think? think if it seems like if they the way to do it is always through like joking a little bit yeah 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 so if, if they've been if you're hanging out like drinking a little bit yeah you let the joking come back in uh-huh. and then you're like and then just say you're down or whatever you know right you just have to like keep make that a joke you know you something. do you have when you joke you have to say it while you're like standing up and walking away so like they're all having dinner together at the table peep drinking mm-hmm. wine and then it's like joke 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 and then yep yes this girl will stand up and take a plate and walk away and she's like all i know is that i'd be down you're walking away they're like uh what's what going on like she, <laughs> dude, she's walking away with a plate you need to walk away with a plate or a cup otherwise it's just too in your face so you take a plate, you take a cup, you start walking away. You say, "I don't know, I'll, I'd be, I'd fuck you guys." <sighs> and then you have the the plate. What is it? Yeah, you have a plate or a cup, and then you put it in the <laughs> sink, and then that diffuses the awkward silence because she's just hearing like, right. and they can have this. They'll have a look. They'll share a moment, whether it's implicit or explicit, whether or complicit. it's complicit. <laughs> it's going to be implicit. It's going to be illicit. Mm-hmm. And you better hope to God he's not livid. Uh, when he's thinking about the vivid, just with bright details, the idea of fucking uh, his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friend. Right, which, oh, I mean, come I'm fucking do, do, I hard this, thinking about it. Of course, you are edging right now. <laughs> I'm always edging. I thought this question was going to go a different way, which is having a crush on your friend's a significant other. Uh, which it's this sort of, is it is sort of still an issue. Right. I always find it interesting when if you meet a friend's significant other, even if it's someone you'd be interested in, or maybe this is just for me, it just feels so off limits that I like can never like find myself to be romantically interested. It's yeah. almost like having a hot sibling. I, like my brain won't allow myself to go there. I think that I've been in both situations. When you're, it's easier when you're younger because I think your circles are smaller and you know less people. So, like, when someone new comes around, it's like, oh, shit, how did my friend meet a girl? Like, I want a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, this girl's perfect. And now when my friends bring girlfriends around, I'm like, I 
know how to meet people. I don't need them to introduce me to people. But what if it's a, if for, even if it's a specifically attractive person, I'm never just like, oh my God. Like as if she was uh, somebody I met randomly. Yeah. Nobody's ever been, well, that's not true. I've been like attracted to my friend's girlfriends, but never to a point where it was like, you have a crush. Yeah. It's almost like your mind won't allow yourself to go fully into it. Right, right, right. But this girl, it's too late for her. So how does she pull off this epic ordeal? First of all, I think she has an advantage because she is a lady. Right. It's not a guy asking another guy and a girl. You got to enter with the joke. It can't be serious. And then I think once you've like said the joke or embraced their version of the joke, I think if they really want it, they'll keep, they'll like harp on the joke. Mm. And then you like, you say something like, wow, you guys like keep on joking about it. I think you really want to do it. Yeah. Like, and then let them just feed them feed the fan this fire a little spark at first just to get it going Mm -hmm. and then if you if it dies out instantly then so it goes and it might in front of you they might have a discussion later about it so don't think that it'll all happen at at that moment uh i do think you should it should be discussed a little tipsy it's hard to get into that kind of shit when you're bone sober at like a chipotle at 2 p.m right right right. i'm imagining like a dinner at home home cooked meal i think you got to stop imagining the dinner i really think it's sexy but but there has to be wine involved a pot roast yeah like she just has broccoli in her teeth (laughs) and she's like i know i'd be down i think if you need to be full and drunk breath smells like meat (laughs) it's that's not hot. <laughs> you, in my brain, it has to come after a meal, during a dessert. Everyone's like sort of drunk off wine. Everybody's belts are undone. Yeah, They're, you're it's feeling like medieval times. Yeah, you have a mead. You're full of you're full of pork fat. I think you have a light dinner at home on your own, and mm. you come over for a game night. You bring wine. You bring Drinking mixer. Game. Yeah, you get. Ju- it's just alcohol. Maybe like. Nobody, I don't think anybody wants to be full and then have a threesome. Well, it's not going to happen that night. I was just, this is when the inception would happen. I see. And it shouldn't happen because game night is like more people. I think it needs to be more of an intimate setting. Right. So it's weird to have just drinks. Oh, what if you have, you should get a date and be like, let's do a double date game night. And then they come over and you're like, I'm sorry, my date bailed. And then you just like play some music. Yeah. And let's have thick mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. And I made gravy. (laughs) Stop with the <laughs> stop with the enormous. I'm just. I think I'm just dinner. hungry is all, <laughs> and I think it needs to be like you said, a stew, something in a potatoes pot. all gratin yeah. for everyone. <laughs> Who wants some wet beef Wellington? It needs to be a wet meat. Otherwise, how can he start thinking about boning two girls? A at the beef same time? stew and a beet pot pie. <laughs> just it needs to be so dark, borderline black, an ale pie, really. Uh, but yeah, I think we're both on the same page. It needs to be a little drunky. It needs to be a little tipsy. You need to start a joke about yeah, it. it. Needs you to need to be a goof to a real deal. Yeah, you joke about it unless you go and do it. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra, say the news. Yeah. You know that part? <laughs> it's getting hot, hot in here. here. You know what that song's about? <laughs> no, is it? It's like when it's really hot, he wants right. a girl to take her take clothes, her clothes off. off. That's yeah. why he goes. So then, take off all your clothes. Right. And I think it's actually working because the temperature's hot. Because the girl, if you remember the refrain, it right. goes, I am <laughs> getting right. so, so that's her. I want to take, take my clothes off. off. So uh-huh. that means she's getting naked for him. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So like that's, the whole song, which I don't even know what I thought it was about before this, right. is it's actually clearly, about getting a girl to take her clothes it's off. It's clearly a metaphor for, for, for having sex. Be, for someplace being warm <laughs> yeah. and then wanting to, to have be sex. nuded. <laughs> <laughs> to nude somebody. 
nudity of themselves, to nude them of their clothing. And then he isn't says, it, isn't it, There's a Jake and Amir where I pants you and you go, You've nuded, nuded me. me. <laughs> You've nuded me. It was, I know which one it is. It was the Amanda Bynes one. You say all fairs and shove and floor, and you push you you pants me and shove me to the floor. I said you've nuded me, and then you said I just got an email back from Taylor Damon. That means she's with Matt Damon. Oh, that was the origin of the Matt Damon. Wow, uh, our videos were good, man. Man, we were we were on top of the world. I know we're doing different shit now. It's fine. We're Fuck. we're busy in a different way. I think it's nice to all good things must come to an end. You have to evolve comedically. What did we do, Blumenfeld? <laughs> I mean, we have this podcast. We hopefully have a TV show. What the show fuck soon. did we do, man? <laughs> we had it all. I, I know, and I think we we gave it all. And I think it's all right that it ended after eight years. If anything, we lasted a little bit too long. Uh, we have I'm to a, go back. No, no. I'm I think that's a, that's a like desperate, weak attempt to crawl crystals back. Crystals or a no. time machine or something. I <laughs> yeah. think. Oh, you want to go, go back in time? Yeah. You don't want to start dude. making videos now. No way. You, <laughs> I ran out of ideas in 2011. <laughs> Didn't you hear the shove and floor line? That wasn't inspired. Uh, all right. There we go. There we have it. That's our advice. That's our time. Uh, thank you for writing in. If you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, everything, Facebook thumbnail submissions, every time we post our podcast to Facebook, we use an original artwork made by our talented fans. Everything goes to If I Were You Show at gmail.com. The opening theme song, once again, was from Gugu in South Africa. This closing one is by Lil Dirty Boy and Young Drucifer. So that's, at the very least, their creative-sounding names. I think Lil Dirty Boy and Young Drucifer? Yeah, Young Drucifer. Oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah, so enjoy that. Uh, once again, more podcasts every day at headgum.com, including ours and all of our friends and family. Check those out if uh, you still have more commutes to fill up your week. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Pull up to the club like skirt. Matt Damon never getting sauce on his fucking shirt. That's for sure. I'm on another level right next to Matt Damon. Pull up to the club like skirt. Matt Damon never gets sauce on his fucking shirt. That's for sure. You are the word. Matt Damon's so fucking absurd. Matt Damon be the illest, but for fuck you, less you feel this. Hit the streets with us and guarantee you'll see some real shit. Pull up to the club like skirt. No sauce on his shirt. Oh goddamn! Matt Damon. You alright, man? No. Oh shit. Oh, Matt. Matt Damon. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Matt. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh. Damon rubbing up on your woman's chest, balling at a raven's nest. Damon oil is the best. Damon liquor cracked the clip, man. That's all that you regret. He thinks it tastes so delicious. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>